Today's fresh manner, rightly positioned, 2 Samuel 11, 1-27. In the spring of the following year, at the time when wars began, David sent Joab and the Israel army to destroy the Ammonites. They began by laying siege to the city of Rabbah, but David stayed in Jerusalem. One night he couldn't get to sleep and went for a stroll on the roof of the palace. As he looked out over the city, he noticed a woman of unusual beauty taking her evening bath. He sent to find out who she was and was told that she was Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah. Then David sent for her and when she came he slept with her. She had just completed her purification rites after menstruation. Then she returned home. When she found that she had gotten pregnant, she sent a message to inform him. So David dispatched a memo to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. When he arrived, David asked him how Joab and the army were getting along and how the war was prospering. Then he told him, told him to go home and relax and sent a present to him to his home. But Uriah didn't go there. He stayed that night at the gateway of the palace with the other servants of the king. When David heard what Uriah had done, he summoned him and asked him, What's the matter with you? Why didn't you go home to your wife last night and been away for so long? Uriah replied, The ark and the armies and the general and his officers are camping out in the open field, and should I go home to wine and dine and sleep with my wife? I swear that I would never be guilty of acting like that. Well, stay here tonight, David told him, and tomorrow you may return to the army. So Uriah stayed around the palace. David invited him to dinner and got him drunk, but even so, he didn't go home to that night. But once again, he slept at the entry to the palace. Finally, the next day, David wrote a letter to Joab and gave it to Uriah to deliver. The letter instructed Joab to put Uriah at the front of the hottest part of the battle and then pull back and leave him there to die. So Joab assigned Uriah to his port close to the besieged city where he knew that the enemy's best men were fighting. And Uriah was killed along with several other Israeli soldiers. When Joab sent a, re a report to David of how the battle was going, he told his messenger, if the king is angry and asks, why did the troop go so close to the city? Didn't they know they would be shooting from the wall? Wasn't Abimelech killed at the Tabas by a woman who threw down a millet stone on him? Then he told him, Uriah was killed too. So the messenger arrived at, the, at Jerusalem and gave the report to David. The enemy came out against us, he said, and as we chased them back to the city gate, the men on the wall attacked us and some of our men were killed and Uriah the Hittite is dead too. Well, tell Job not to, to be discouraged, David said. The sword kills one as well as another. Fight harder next time and conquer the city. Tell him he's doing well. When Bathsheba heard that her husband was dead, she mourned him. Then when the period of mourning was over, David sent for her and brought her to the palace and she became one of his wives and she gave birth to his son. But the Lord was very displeased with what David had done. Don't you just love the Bible? I call it the library of exquisite collections of books. Murder, adultery, war, marriage, babies, betrayal, political coup and a lot more. There are many genres in the Bible. One of them is the iconic story of David's adultery, which we all know very well. Temptation comes in every form and any place. Sometimes temptation even finds us when we're in the right place. But think how disastrous it could be when we fall into temptation because we're absent from our approved position. How many times have we absented ourselves from where we're meant to be? To be in the proper position is a spot where a person is placed, a site, a place, a station or a situation. We all pray to be in the right place at the right time and that's good. But we need to also pray not to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and not to be in the wrong place at the right time. David was in the right place but at the wrong time and season. It was his palace after all. 
but he was meant to be on duty at the war front at the time, not at that time, and not on his rooftop. Because he was in the wrong place and he ignored his duties, he fell into temptation and indulged in his desires, according to Galatians chapter 5 or 16. Temptation is a normal part of life, and falling, to, falling into temptation is a sin, because every sin begets which begins with temptation, says James 1.15, which unfortunately always leads to yet another sin, states 1 John 3.4. As enjoyable as sin is, it does carry consequences. Just take a peek at Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 19 to see how. When we aren't where we're supposed to be, we always end up doing the wrong things. Proper positioning is very important in every area of life. There is no limit to the depth of sin a person is capable of when they're not in the right position or once they walk away from God. We all want to be rightly positioned in life, in marriage, work, and business. And sometimes we, we do all we can and do sometimes shouldn't do to get to the position we believe is right for us. David sent his men to war and stayed behind. Why? Our proper and right position is in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2.6. We received this position because of God's grace when he became our representative and substitute in making the blood covenant, the new covenant, covenant in his blood. It's the blood covenant that produces divine exchange. For us to experience what the Bible says we are and what we have because of our position in Christ, there must be an understanding of the difference between our position and our experience in our work with Jesus. Understanding our position in Christ is the key to spiritual growth and living the dynamic Christian life with power and miracles like Jesus said we can and the grace to overcome temptation when they come and not fall into sin. We all need to be in Christ. For ye have died once for all, says Colossians 2.12. And Romans 6, 4-7, we must die practically to the world to become dead with Christ. This is the only way we can remain rightly positioned in life and in Christ. Prayer Father, may I not take my position in you for granted, nor ignore the right position for something else. Help me to actively choose to be rightly positioned always in Christ Jesus. Amen. Shalom. <music>